3: I am Brian Sullivan in for Melissa Lee, and as they said, this is Fast Money. Tonight's trader lineup, Tim Seymour, Karen Feinerman, Steve Grasso, and Brian Kelly. Coming up tonight on Fast, we are gearing up for another big week of retail earnings. So, which of those names should you add to your stock shopping list? We're going to shop for some opportunity for you straight ahead. Plus, cannabis company Cresco Labs making investors money today after reporting record revenues for the quarter. The company's CEO will join us exclusively. And later, BK says, if you wanna know where the market is headed, pay attention to this one chart. You bet your bottom dollar, he'll tell you what that is. Your chart of the week, a mystery as well. All right, well, to quote the song, we've got a long way to go and a short time to get there. So let's get right to it and start with the biggest of the big, the Big Apple. No, we're not not talking about New York City, all due respect, Frank we're talking about the world's biggest company getting even bigger today. Apple shares rallying more than 5%. Apple's move, adding nearly $104 billion to its market cap. That's equal to, get this, an entire Citigroup, two Kraft Heinz and roughly three Chipotles. So Tim Seymour, obviously our production staff is hungry, but do you wanna be a part (laughs) of it? Or are these little town blues headed Apple's way?
1: Well, that's the question, I think, is it it starts spreading the news. Are you leaving today? Or if you don't own the stock, are you buying it today? Uh, And after what is almost feels like a punctuated move on what has been an extraordinary run just since earnings, you know, north of essentially 40 percent, everyone's done the numbers on where they are off the lows. And it's it's been staggering. The question you have to ask yourself is, what's the multiple uh, you put on the services business and what's the multiple you put on a hardware business that actually looks like there may be some gross margin growth in that Uh, 350? 50 million of those nine hundred and fifty million rough phones probably will uh, be refreshed and renewed in this 5G cycle. But a 60 billion dollar services company, if you put a 15 times multiple on it, which is significantly lower than what most of the street does in a blended multiple, that's a trillion dollar company on its own. Um, this move in Apple is nothing short of extraordinary. And, and frankly, no, I, I can't say you should go run in and buy it today. Uh, I think there's a lot of folks that wonder who missed this move. When is my spot? And, and I'm not sure it's tomorrow.
3: Karen, the stock is more than doubled in a year, up 133%. It's like the pandemic never happened. Are there, are there revenue odds up 103%? Is there net income odds up 103%? Is there free cash flow going to rise 103%? Do we care?
4: Uh, I guess apparently not. I think we could have played fly me to the moon as well. You know, I, I own Apple. Nice. I actually hate when it is up on something nice. like this because... It's not really, you know, there's no reason to it. I don't know why. It, this, this, for me, the stock split is really not a reason. But then I keep coming back to, I don't have an alternative, uh, and I don't want to own cash because I, I'm afraid of inflation. So I, I, do, I don't want to own cash. So I know that I'm not going to be able to time it on the way out, time it to get back in, and make enough of a spread there to pay for the taxes that I'll have to pay when I, when I sell it. So I'm sort of holding it, but uh, I I hate action like this. And so if I want to hang on to it, then i got to look where do I hedge. And that brings me back to S&P puts. Volatility index has come in. I have puts actually expiring today worthless, as many of my puts have. But if I'm going to hang on to these things because I don't have an alternative for them, I need a little protection.
3: Yeah. And, and, you know, shame on Kevin and Bree and the production staff missing that fly me to the moon, really just letting us <laughs> down. Uh, Steve, Gra- Steve Grasso. It's clear that that fundamentals, I'm not going to say don't matter, but they've kind of been left in the dust. Apple is a top 15 holding in 234 major ETFs, according to ETF database. As long as macro money keeps coming into the market, you know, just throwing your money into an ETF, whatever it might be. Could Apple just keep going to the moon? Yes,
2: it
5: could. And, and you know, I broke my own rule on this one. Apple is something that you own, you don't trade it. I actually tried to be too cute. I sold Apple right before earnings. I wound up getting it right in the mush now. And I think the most part of this, Brian, is the split. It adds no intrinsic value, as Karen has said, as we've all had said. but it's always positive when you have a right-way split in the stock and when you look at past performance it's done the same thing ran up into the split it'll back up a little bit a couple of days uh, after the record date and then after that it runs right back up so you're left sort of holding the bag here i bought it for services didn't believe it was just a one-trick pony with hardware so i would say if you've waited and you waited this long you might see a little brief pullback next week and I think this is why value can't get going. Two issues, Tesla split, Apple split. Let's see where the dust settles and where we are in two
3: weeks. Yeah, I mean, let's not forget, BK, that Epic Games, the maker of Fortnite, a massive company, filing a lawsuit basically going after the Apple App Store. I understand the services business. The revenue of services is bigger than Facebook's entire revenue altogether. I get it. This is also a company that's under a little bit of, you know, judicial threat, if you will. There's a headline risk here. Why doesn't anybody seem Mm -hmm. to care? (laughs) Because
6: they love, because they love their Apple phone. They think it's the greatest thing ever. And they're taking a page out of Peter Lynch's book, buy what you know and buy what you own and what you You use. Uh, And again, I go back to the split, which everybody's talked about. It's completely absurd. Uh, But you know what? Uh, Until proven otherwise, there's, it's, it's hard, certainly would not short Apple here, but there's a couple things that I do know. We know that we have that headline risk. We know that we have the potential issue with Chinese demand. We don't know how that's gonna play out as we come into the election. And the last thing I know, Sally, is that trees don't grow to the sky. So eventually, this will come back down to earth. It's not a time to short it, but if you're long and you're a trader, There's nothing wrong with taking off a third. And as it goes higher, just keep taking off a little bit here and there. The trajectory of this thing is straight up. I I, have never seen a stock chart that continues to go straight up. Eventually, they come back down. So be careful on Monday morning if you're thinking, hey, I'm going to buy into this thing because the momentum's there.
3: Yeah, and by the way, the breadth of the overall market today was not great. It was not good. In fact, this whole week, it hasn't been too good. It's all been concentrated at the top. All right, speaking of the top, we've got news alerts right now on another trillion-dollar company, Microsoft. Let's get right now to Josh Lipton with that. So,
5: Brian, we do have some news here on Microsoft. CNBC's own Jordan Novitt uh, reporting that Microsoft is signing deals with foreign governments to offer cloud packages. Um, This would be sort of like the bundle, remember, it assembled for the DOD, the Pentagon. Remember, there's that JEDI contract worth up to 10 billion dollars over 10 years that's being contested by amazon but microsoft already has relationships with foreign governments we don't know which ones yet here um this could evolve but jordan's understanding is that this is going to be uh formally announced later this year of course we know in that cloud infrastructure uh, infrastructure market amazon microsoft go head to head in 2019 amazon controlled about 50 percent of that market and microsoft controlled about 15 percent of it microsoft shares no ticket higher in the after hours brian back to you
3: All right, up 1.4 percent. Josh, thank you very much. All right. By the way, for more on Microsoft's cloud dealings, you can head over to cnbc.com, read more about that story that Josh just talked about from our crack team there. Tim Seymour, yet another stock, Not not, not as superlative as Apple, but certainly has been a monster of a moneymaker.
1: Well, if you look at a five-year chart on Microsoft, you know, it's, it's a better chart. Uh, so, uh, you know, the, the turnaround there that started a few years ago under Satya Nadella has been all about the cloud, has been all about enterprise. Uh, like Microsoft Teams is is going to be taking market share. There's there's a major argument that you, you'd be buying that uh, and selling Zoom as you look to, to even just where I, I think some of the big tech giants will probably push around companies like Zoom. So Microsoft is, is as far as I'm concerned, um, they are the other company uh, to be talking about in in this world of, of mega cap tech. Uh, this is the the multiple that is is you know depending on what you think you should be paying. It's it's 32 to 35 times. Is that cheap? Well, they are taking market share in the cloud. There's no question that they are beginning to to really dominate. But Azure uh, uh, gaming is a billion dollar business, and, and Microsoft clearly is is navigated the the regulatory environment. The irony is, of course, is you know. You know, Back in 1998, they were the ones that really started this, uh, I think, this focus on big cap tech. And they're the ones that seem to be navigating best right now.
3: Yeah, certainly. So, BK, I'll quickly go back to you. You talked about Apple, the Peter Lynch model. Like, oh, I love my iPhone, so I'm going to buy Apple. You don't hear a lot of people say, man, I really love that outlook. Oh, I couldn't live without Excel. How about that <laughs> Zoom player? I'm kidding on that one. You know, they're an enterprise yeah. company. Do they deserve the same kind of attention right. that a consumer company is going to get or maybe more?
6: Well, I I think your point's well taken that in this environment where a lot is driven by narrative and uh, just getting that attention of the so-called Robin Hood traders, Microsoft isn't necessarily that exciting, right? But look at the business that it has. It's got great contracts coming up. In contrast to Amazon, it appears that it's got... Kind of the tap on the shoulder from the government to go out there and get these contracts. I mean, the, the government talked about them buying TikTok. That's a that's an acknowledgement that Microsoft has got a bit of a regulatory governmental tailwind to it. Uh, I agree, Tim. Listen, it's it's over. It maybe it's overvalued. It, it was my pick uh, a few weeks ago when I did the fast pitch or whatever that thing is we did, and I won. And I'm still riding a high from that, and I would
3: still buy Microsoft. <laughs> There you go. Well said. All right. Time now to move on because we are gearing up for another big week ahead for retail. Let's check out some of the big names set to report. Best Buy, Nordstrom, Dollar General, Gap, Ulta Beauty, Dollar General, Dollar Tree, Dick's Sporting Goods, and more. All right. So we thought it is a perfect time to
1: play...
4: Shop It or Drop It! <laughs> mm,
1: fantastic. Yeah, that's
3: right. Shop it or drop it. Let's kick things off with the gap. The stock has gapped down nearly 18 percent this year. Tim, are you going to pick up a a stock at a discount or are you going to drop it?
1: Well, I'm, you know, by the way, another one of those games we have that's a little confusing because when I shop something, I'm usually selling it. But having said that, I'm going to shop it, which means I'm going to buy it. (laughs) Um, And it means that Gap, after such a terrible run, up 78% in the last three months, maybe that was just, you know, dead cat bounce and whatnot. Um, I do think that the leadership at Gap, which has, you know, changed, but it still has longtime Gap uh, executives essentially running the company, is focused on Old Navy. It's focused on Athleta. It's focused on bounce heat rationalization, capital light, uh, interesting partnerships, whether Kanye's on or off with Yeezy. You know, I like what they're doing. I like the direction. And I think forced restructuring because of what's happened in the mall space is great for Gap.
3: Yeah, and, and well said on the, uh, on the lingo not to be truculent here. It should be called love it or leave it. BK, either way, what do you think of the Gap?
6: <laughs> you know what? I'm a dropper of this one. <laughs> I, I just don't see it here. I don't think it does well in this in, environment whatsoever. Uh, until the you know, acid-wash jeans come back, I'm going to drop Gap.
3: Steve Grousin, so, nice. there you Dropping go. All right, next up, up, Best Buy. <laughs> There you go. Best Buy has been a Best Buy in retail anyway, up nearly 30% year-to-date. Set to report before the bell on Tuesday, Steve Grasso, are you shopping, i.e., buying it or dropping it? I would be shopping this one, Brian. This is one that's
5: knocked it out of the park. Everyone is running to the store, trying to buy their tablets like we're all doing at home, buying your tablet, buying your PCs, buying extra monitors. And they knocked it out of the park with online sales. Online sales are up 155% or thereabouts uh, last go around. And now when you look at it, when it was just curbside, online was up 300%. So there will come an end to this where people have enough iPads and computers and everything else. But for now, I think we're adjusting to this new environment. So I would still shop it. I think you're okay. The, The chart still, to me, looks intact.
3: Okay, next up, Dollar General also cranking higher from its March lows. BK, shop or drop? You know what?
6: I'm going to have to drop this one, too. I'll shop it around so I can ah. drop it on the floor. i, I I'm just not a huge fan of retail here, right? And Dollar General, I understand that they're in somewhat of a, a good place in a maybe a slower economic environment. But what I'm concerned about is there's all kinds of supply chain issues. We know that going into the store is not something people are going to do. We're coming into the fall. And I'm quite concerned about a lot of volatility in this market that could hit the retailers as we enter September and October. So for me, it's a drop at this
3: point. Drop it. In. All right. Finally, Ulta Beauty. Anything but this year. Stock down 15% in 2020. Set to report earnings after the bell Thursday. Karen, shop or drop?
4: Yeah, I actually would shop this one. I mean, you know, I have a number of work from home things that have worked. This is only a little bit that. It's much more the real upside here is a vaccine. And I think in the meantime, though, they are slowly evolving. They're, they're increasing their digital business, which is good, although the margin compression that comes with that is a little bit painful. But I, I like this management team. And the thing that sort of put me over the edge was, I don't know if you saw Estee Lauder's earnings, but the, the decline of makeup sales in the department stores, that is accelerating. And who is the beneficiary of that? Ulta, for sure. I love the management team, so it's not, it's not cheap. But I also think with a vaccine, I mean, this stock has tremendous upside. So I'm a shopper.
3: All right, dear shopper, a buyer of Ulta Beauty. All right, we are just getting started here on Fast Money. Here's what's coming up next.
6: Lighting up, the CEO of medical marijuana company, Cresco Labs, breaks down what's next for the company after it just posted record sales. Plus, the chart that may be sending a major warning sign for the market.
2: We'll tell you what it is when Fast Money returns.
3: All right, welcome back to Fast Money. Cannabis company Cresco Labs making money today for its investors after reporting record revenues for the quarter. And the target price was raised at 8 Capital, Canacor Genuity, and Cantor Fitzgerald. Joining us down to Fast Money exclusive is Cresco Labs CEO Charles Bachtel. Charlie, uh, welcome to the program here. Uh, Listen, there's a lot of states that might come online with uh, adult use cannabis here, but analysts are focused on the metrics. They're focused on gross margins. And there's some conversation. You might be able to boost your gross margins by 50% in the next year. Is that achievable?
0: You know what? I, I think. And thanks for having me. By the way, good to be back. Uh, always good to be on Fast Money. Um, you know what we're doing is we're putting together a fundamentally sound uh, business, and I think that's what the analysts responded to uh, last night with our earnings call. Uh, you know, we showed great, not only top line great uh, growth, but also phenomenal. Um, bottom line improvements. Uh, We showed growth in the right areas too. It was broad. uh, Eight of our nine markets, Uh, we had uh, more than 30% sequential growth quarter over quarter. So, you know, we're doing the things to put us in the right position to be successful long term. And that's, of course, uh, by focusing on not only top line, but bottom line as well.
3: Yeah. Tim, this is your space. Obviously, I'm going to turn it over to you. You're along the stock. And I know you got a couple of questions for Charlie.
1: Yeah, well, Charlie, first of all, thanks for joining us. Great, great numbers. And I've been following you guys for a long time. The fact that you're executing, you know, 30% growth in, in pretty much every state you operate in tells me the operational leverage is is there in the business. And, and the more important thing is, is really where we go when tax issues change for the industry. Yeah, this is similar to Brian's question, but I, I just want to know for investors who've been disappointed in the profitability, you guys have now shown profitability for a couple quarters, your free cash flow positive in June. What should we be looking for from the sector? You and the other big four in the U.S. Are, are, are really putting out some strong numbers.
0: Yeah, I think you're going to continue to see the same. I think what what we've seen from the sector, you know, during these the last five months, which have been you know uh, incredibly difficult uh, five months acro- across all sectors, not just you know from from this perspective, but we've seen yep. cannabis establish itself as truly one of the next uh, consumer staples. This is a consumer packaged goods industry. Uh, we're seeing demand continue to grow. We're seeing growth across all of these state platforms. Um, we're seeing that consumers are making this part of their daily regimen, whether it's uh, for wellness um, or just general quality of life enhancement. We're seeing cannabis resonate with the consumer base and, and we are we're we're in early stages here. Uh, we're just now starting to see the infrastructure get built to be even uh, to, to be able to come close. even meeting what uh you know long-term demand looks like so we're very excited about the sector and i think you'll continue to see the big four uh you know have success as we go forward through the rest of this year and into 2021
3: all right charles back we got to leave it there on a friday but great numbers as tim said the stock up nearly three percent today and we appreciate as always you coming on cnbc have a great weekend thank you very much all right well steve you're in the cannabis space as well what's your take on cresco their numbers the space in general yeah, the numbers, the numbers were great, so there's, no, there's nothing you could fight back
5: on those numbers or push back. I think we're in, a, as we've always been, a very politicized uh, year, and going into year-end, if you start to see the Democrats uh, gain a lot more traction, they are, quote-unquote, softer on a lot of these federal regulations as far as cannabis. So I'll stay pretty consistent with what I've said in the past. I think you're going to see a lot of consolidation in the, in, the, in the space. I think you've got to buy the ones that actually make money or have a pathway to making money. And the rest of the space is going to be gobbled up as we progress. That day is near. Make your own ETF in the cannabis
1: space and buy the top names. Tim? Tim? Well, I I think the the profitability is the key. I do think you have uh, some dynamics both on a, whether it's blue wave or not, I think uh, these businesses have become too important on a state level with major holes in their budgets. I think this is a bipartisan issue. Um, I think the most important part about the industry is the balance sheet rationalization that the good companies have made when the cost of capital is sky high and they survived, and now they're stronger.
3: Yeah, big numbers there on Crest Stocks recovered nicely as well. Guys, thank you very much. All right. Coming up, the one chart that could tell us where the market is really headed. It is your chart of the week. We'll let you know what that is when Fast Money returns.
4: Welcome to the Canva guided meditation for stress at work. Impending deadline? Generate Canva presentations in seconds. So fast. Brainstorm got too big? Summarize with AI in a click. Click, 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 click. Writers block? Release with Canva Magic Write. Magical. Stress less and save time at canva.com. Designed for work. Canva.
2: What's on the horizon for financial markets?
3: All right. Welcome back. Well, if you want to know where the macro market may be headed, BK says you got to watch this one chart. It is your chart of the week. But BK, what is that chart of the week? Yeah. So the chart of the week is the dollar
6: index DXY versus the VIX. And you might not think about overlaying these two. You say, well, what does the dollar have to do with equities? But the dollar is acting very much like gold did during the 1920s and 30s. And by that, I mean it is we are on a global dollar standard. Back then, you were on a global gold standard. And as people hoarded gold, and now as people hoard dollars and the price rises, it acts like an economic wrecking ball. It's bad for multinationals. There's a lot of dollar-denominated debt but I think it's just really interesting when you look at the Dixie versus the VIX, it's not quite correlation. My quant team would kill me if I actually used correlation, but you can see directionally, they kind of move together. And it makes sense fundamentally that a strong dollar is actually not good for the global economy. It can slow things down. And so when we see spikes in dollars in the dollar, the VIX tends to follow. So
3: if you're an equity investor, keep up DXY on your chart, on your screen. Class and session. We love it. All right. Time now for our final trade. And why don't we go around the horn on a Friday? Tim, kick it off.
1: Yeah, I, th- I think a lot of the executives in retail have actually learned something or two in the last couple of years. I think Gap's had some painful lessons and failed a few classes. But bouncy rationalization and a culture for light capital-like growth is happening. I like Gap here. Karen
4: yeah i like alibaba we saw the earnings had a bit of a delayed reaction sort of a buy the rumor sell the news but then a lot of uh, upgrades i like the story the revenue growth is gigantic i think there's a lot of uh, we're in early innings let's say and we'll see what ant financial they're talking about a 225 billion billion valuation that's just for pricing who knows where it would trade for all those reasons and it's cheap yeah baba bk you
6: know, for me, I think you
4: can buy the gold
6: miners here, GDX. What I thought was interesting today, uh, it, went, it went up
5: with the dollar being stronger. Steve, great. Mine is an ETF, IGV, software ETF.
3: Like it, guys. Thank you very much. That does it for Fast Money for the Week.
1: If a
5: friend asks how you're doing and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is,